Hi, and welcome back to the... (laughs) (laughs) Save that one. Save, save. Restart. Take two. (laughs) Shut up and sit down. To have a name like Champ kind of says it all. You are listening to the Dial Podcast with Matt Lee Graham, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Duren. Pro tip, go listen to the outside. You're welcome. I got my car to my spokes and I'm waving to the folks who are uptown. Uptown, waving to the folks who are uptown. Dude, sucking at something? First step towards being sort of good at something. Evan Price for the win. Right down the middle. My name is Matt Legrand, and on this channel, we are always talking about biking, biking, and biking. Hi, welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vondering, and I'm here with Lance Friggin' Hepler. Lance Friggin' Hepler, welcome to the show. Welcome. It, 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 it's a pleasure. Thank, Thank you for having us. It is a pleasure for me to be in your company. <laughs> it's a pleasure for us to be in your company. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Uh, to Lance's left, some stranger walked in. No, did he walk once, in? Uh, Let's no. just be I'm real. Let's be real here. <laughs> Mr. Evan Price. Making my once every three months return, which actually will probably now be for the next about eight weeks. I think hey. I will be here you're, moderately consistently. Your injury, your injury is <laughs> our it. benefit, so we'll take it. Oh, geez. Glad to have you, Ben. Thank you, guys. It's great to be back. <laughs> I wanted to shove the... I got in yesterday and wanted to get back as soon as I can, so... Cool. And to Matt... To Matt... Matt's uh, center and to his right and to his left, <laughs> Mr. Matt Legrand. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look fan freaking well. Let's just be honest. No, you don't look that one's great. Broken. No, Wait, two are broken. You guys, no, yeah, you guys all yeah. look like broken old We're men. Like absolutely awful. We all, if we turn this mirror around, it is an ugly sight. Okay. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to do the backpedal first um, because we've got lots of stuff and things to talk about. Um, however, we've got a hard time. I'm going to I'm going to keep you guys on a leash today. We have to we have to do it on one and a half times. So it's like you oh, know, yeah. when you watch yeah. when you watch Iron Man World up. Championship on like two times. Yeah, do you think anyone listens to us on like two one and a half? Everybody yeah, does. Yeah. So 100. percent Stay on target. Okay. We're too close. Stay we'll on target. Sweet. It's never going to happen. All right. And then uh, Matt does have things to get to today, so he may or may not have to yes. leave a little bit early, I so we're going to we're gonna fly through this thing today. So Matt, why don't you start us off? Go. Uh, busy with cross country and making videos and family. My wife has COVID. <laughs> and so, Wait, so you just got sacked with all the dad duties, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got dad duties. And I got to go to the pharmacy and pick up some prescription for her, like, soon yeah so, yeah nice. copy that yep 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 so busy bees man busy bees busy is good busy is yeah. good but uh how's sleeping. the canvas cross team looking it's gonna be a rebuilding year and that's okay that's fine yeah Don't worry, just going back on their, with that. just going back on their epo cycle yeah we need to cycle some good stuff did i say that on this podcast i probably should not say that all right yep. Next two guys. Who, who wants to go first? Lance, go. Lance. Uh, okay, I will roll. I did. Uh, I raced twice this weekend. Ooh, okay. Washougal Cyclocross. There was Saturday. We had. Oh my gosh! It was so fantastic to be out at Washougal this weekend. We had literally like 
60 teammates show up because we did have an end of the year party yep. associated with the race. How was the party? It was great. We had tons of food and tons of people there. And was, was there any heckling involved? There was much heckling happening. <laughs> it was my favorite part. It was of so good. The so only, much good. The only heckling. reason I want to do cyclocross is for the heckling, dude. It's the it's the best, man. That's that's why you do cyclocross to make fun of your friends and the other people around you. So, uh, yeah. So that was great to have everybody there. Um, I raced the fifty plus field um, on, and this is a difficult field on lap one. Rick Metz, who is my frenemy, <laughs> he, <laughs> he's he's such a great dude, but um, I can't ever beat him. Well, on lap one, he crashed right in front of me, so I beat him. Woohoo! Oh, still man. counts. Still counts. Hundred <laughs> percent. But what's funny is uh, he crashed on lap one. He washed out in a gravel section. I almost had to bunny hop him to miss him. Mike Hamness had right over him. Yeah, well, I still like the guy. He's actually a good dude, so I wouldn't want to like make it worse. Even better than at that point, just right straight over his arm. (laughs) But um, he was able to jump up and rally, and by lap six. He was like five seconds behind me. He oh, no. almost caught me. Yeah, he's racing red at that point. Yeah, he was if, angry. If he had, if he had like one more lap, he, he would have gotten me. Yeah. So anyway, still counts as a win. Yeah, that's a win. I didn't win the race. Uh, John McCaffrey, whom um, is also a guy I have a hard time beating, he caught me on like lap four and passed me. So I ended up second. Did in, you race Saturday and Sunday? I raced Saturday and Sunday. I showed up Sunday. Rick Metz did not crash, so I did not beat him, um, and I ended up third on Sunday. Nice work behind That's behind John bad. McCaffrey Two and did, Rick David. Metz. Do you remember if David Goodman raced on Sunday? David Goodman did, did. race. Yes, yeah, he how did he do? Yeah. So he 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 had a great time. I think he had a crash. Did he crash? I, I everybody he crashed. Yeah, yeah. I everybody, everybody crashes. crashes. Yeah, yeah. lost his front wheel. Yeah, he yeah. lost his. He, he washed out. Yeah. A little oh, bit. washed out. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know cyclocross terms. But yeah, he could have literally lost his front wheel. Not mean the same thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I had a great weekend. I had a blast. Uh, the racing was fantastic. We had tons of teammates out there. We took. It was just. It was a good time. Yeah. Jessie Hopefully, said she had a blast watching. Yeah, fun, Cassie yeah. came out yep. for the party. She Absolutely. showed up too. We had a ton of people there. That was so cool. We, I think we had Team Envy all day. I've been mm-hmm. trying to get as many juniors to do. I mean, the the ones who are doing it are enjoying it. So hopefully they yeah. continue to convince others to do it. So it was good. Rolling. That's it. I'm out. Nice. Sweet. Nice. Good. Nice. Evan, you've got. Evan. Oh, I'm not going to beat that. Okay, here we go. You got a minute and a half. Uh, <laughs> about the last two Michigan? months of my life. Here we go. <laughs> so. Uh, so I just had a race on Sunday in the wonderful city of Frankfurt, Michigan, which anybody who's gone to Michigan, actually Frankfurt's a beautiful town. Michigan is a way underrated state. There's like lake life all over Michigan, which is really cool. So it's near Traverse City. Um, okay. So Ironman put this, this is a new race. So so, so it's a new Ironman race. And the first year they decided to put a pro field in, which was great. Uh, some bigger names came out for it, which made it a fun race. It was like Lionel, Jackson Laundry, Trevor Folly, oh, Sam wow. Appleton was there, oh, Matt wow. Sharp. Stacked. So like the Canadian squad came out for sure. Um, blast of a race. Uh, you know, I mean, went into it feeling great. Probably the best. I say this a lot, but this was legitimately the best fitness I've ever had. And went into this race knowing that this is going to build to an Ironman I was planning on doing in November. And I still got two races this year. So I was like, okay, we're just building the fitness and we're feeling great. Uh, had a terrible swim. I won't go into the details that it was very cold water. The swim start was very crowded and these swim starts are so violent. And I just got bodied and boxed out and missed the feet. 
So had to swim by myself, came out in 29 low, which is not where I need to be. I need to be in the 27s now. Mm-hmm. So 29 low is not a good start to the day. It's not horrible. Yeah, but where, where my swim fitness is at right now, it, it was it was a D plus swim. Yeah, it was okay. bad. So came out really angry and ready to ride hard. And of course, my power meter doesn't couple. So we'll just say I pushed 600 watts on the bike. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But I mean, so all I was focusing on was speed because I've been doing a lot of CDA work. Um, that's actually why I miss a lot of these is a couple of the sessions I've had on uh, with the meter that you have with Josh what? Sutton that output speed labs. Uh, what's the name of the meter that? The uh, meter. Well, there's there's a couple of different arrow meters. The white one that attaches to the front. Mm. You're, work, you're working on lab. your aerodynamics. Aero lab, aero yes, lab. exactly, exactly. So, so that's interesting that he has in a little aero sensor. Yep. yep, and he's starting to use it for more people at Output Speed Labs. But me and Josh uh, were kind of doing, doing his it, first. You're not doing it at the track. You're doing it at no. We have a, a space in Marine Drive that, that, that we're Marine using. Marine Drive. It. Yep. Okay. So we've been testing a lot of stuff. I got my CDA very solid. Right, very, very solid right now. So it messes you up if traffic passes. Y- yeah, we had we 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 had a lot of different factors just, that he had, had to do, figure just out. Just do it at midnight, right? You're yeah, fine. yeah, just very early in the morning <laughs> in an area. It was a park area, so it's actually very low traffic. But um, Blue Lake or something. Yeah, actually, that would be perfect as Blue Lake area. But we we you know had that locked in, so I hopped on the bike in Michigan and had on a hilly course, probably my best bike I've had as a pro. I went two oh eight completely solo i wasn't i just was trying to chase the the pack in front of me lost no time to them but did not bridge and then got off and after a lot of power riding by yourself it's hard to run well but i ran as well as i have off a hard bike probably ever i ran 117 low course was a little long so it was probably in the 116s for the half and you know got to the finish line feeling amazing had beat two guys that I've been working on a while to beat too. So, you know, I wasn't as far up the field as I wanted to be, but definitely had a great race. And then sat down in a chair that a volunteer pulled up for me. And I'm not trying to exaggerate guys. My leg felt perfectly fine. Three seconds before this talked with some buddies. Uh, we all get up to stand up and move. And all of a sudden my hip just kind of locks up on me. Um, really not able to put weight on it. Uh, kind of confusing. I mean, it had felt tight the two days before, but nothing out of the ordinary from what I'm used to going into a race. Just so you did the whole race. Oh yeah. You did you did the whole run. What was Had your my, what was your time? Uh my, my half marathon time was one sixteen high. So fantastic. Yeah. So super fast. I closed the last mile and sub five thirty. Yeah. yeah. It's so, like yeah. basically averaging about you, somewhere around five fifty. You broke yeah. four hours. You broke yeah. four hours for the yeah. half Ironman, which is also super fast. Yeah. And then five minutes later you couldn't walk. You can't walk. Yeah. I, and I'm not making this story. This is this is oh actually this is actually <laughs> what happened. He and came he came into the podcast with crutches. Yeah, I've been non weight bearing the last. three Did you days. buy Did you buy a crutch? And no, like, Cassie the, had some crutches. Luckily, we okay. we have some crutches. How'd you get through the airport yesterday? That is a story. I will keep that as brief as possible. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I I've had a very blessed life. Not a ter- that was one of the hardest things I've done in my life. Um, I had a connector that was literally oh my five gosh. minutes boarding once we landed in Chicago. I used my roller. So I told them, I was like, I might need a wheelchair when I get there. They're like, don't worry, we'll have it there. Uh, I get off the plane. Somebody took my wheelchair. <laughs> so I'm not trying to say any mean things, but the guy was so mad at this. She lied and said that her name was Evan Price to get into this <laughs> wheelchair. She's an obese lady who did not want to walk. I passed her. As I was going by, I've never in my life wanted to hit another human being. (laughs) I wanted to push her out of this chair. I'm a medical professional. I wanted to push her out of this chair. I wanted to be like, you should be so ashamed of yourself. But she took my chair. So I had to make it across the Chicago airport. It took me about 12 minutes. 
Guys, I I looked. I, I it was the most embarrassing, disheartening twelve minutes of my entire life. Everybody's looking at me. I look awful. I had to peg leg. I had, hobbling. I am hobbling, and it was it was incredibly painful. I mean, it was at some point it, it wasn't painful because my I think my at some point my brain just shut off. It was just like, all right, this is happening. We're just doing this. Uh, but the gate that I had to use to get across the airport to make it, I made it literally as they're closing the door. So that was not ideal, but definitely a sign that was like, this is not good. Like this does not feel right. This is bad. This is very bad. Also, roller suitcases make a halfway decent crutch. If anybody is <laughs> yeah, ever in an emergency, right? they, totally they actually it. make yeah. a halfway decent crutch. They do. Um, but yeah, got home. Um, got home last night. Yeah. Uh, yesterday afternoon. Yesterday afternoon. Yeah. So. Go right to. away went to urgent care okay. got an x-ray they actually had an ortho there so i got a referral to an ortho i just she knew right i mean i told her everything i was like okay we know probably what this is and then um i have a mri on sunday okay. so that's good that's fast yeah. very that's, fast that's very fast yeah. i mean to get an mri scheduled it's not that yeah. easy my my, my x-ray hope, showed x-ray showed nothing nothing no no no. and that's if if it's a femoral neck stress fracture an x-ray is usually not going to show right. if an x-ray shows it i'm in trouble because right. that means it's a, exactly. it's a wildly it's, it's a unstable it's like fracture a break it's, it's a, a big time yeah. break yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so this is probably a stress fracture i've already pre- i prepared myself i spent 30 minutes in the sauna today already swam 2500 i'm doing everything i can there's gonna i've got my whole rehab is the only thing I can think about right now. But yeah, yeah that probably is the death sentence to my season. I am hoping. But your season's kind of done. Except well, he for was one race. Do, he no, was going to do one more. There was just you that were one, do one more half and one more One little race. Yeah. One little race. Dude, those were two big points races, though. This this was going to be big. This was going to be big. Dude, that's but real it's, life, man. It is. It is. And that's why. <laughs> You're getting old. All you got to. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. No, I'm not letting that happen. Trust me. You're this is, getting old. I'm swimming two days a week. You're just like Jake. Hey, you want to come to my ortho appointment with me tomorrow for my hip? Two weeks. Maybe we can get a boga for the MRI this weekend. Six days out from that surgery, I will be back on the bike and back doing intervals within four weeks oh. i am not letting this no i am i need to be fitter than ever next year so six uh, six weeks is probably what you're looking at for yes. if it's just five weeks to the boost treadmill i'll be yeah on yeah. the boost probably four or five weeks do you have one at your running PT clinic yes we do that's yep. not too bad oh, yeah. you got all the tools man oh i've got i've got tools. i've got every i am very lucky I to have everything can, i can get in that boost quick yeah you, yeah, anybody can come and use it. You, you, you guys can buy sessions actually at Evolution. It's yeah. it's worthwhile. It's a very 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 cool tool. It would be nice for me to yeah get back to my old weight, <laughs> get some strides in. Just, Matt, you still look great. No, thank you. You do. I was gonna say you're looking better. Uh, really, you look good. Yeah, that's. I, I appreciate the lies. Keep them coming, guys. <laughs> Keep them coming. Keep them coming. You're, you want to swim with me now? You'll smoke me in the pool. I can't push off the wall. It's kind of a circle oh. tap is what we got going on now. <laughs> you're, one, you're one leg and push? One leg push? I got a system down. It worked today. Okay. My lats are killing me. I will, I will swim pool. with you. I haven't swam. 2,500 pool is really freaking hard. But I haven't swam in a long time. We could just swim distance and test some like headphones. Yeah. I've been meaning to That'll test be like, great. underwater headphones. I got nothing else to do. So. All right, yep. I'm going to go real quick. I'm going to go real quick so we can jump into our um, yes. topic for the day. Um, I... <laughs> I watched a lot of people race bikes. Yes, you did. Nice. I walked about 20, almost one miles, according oh to my watch. Oh my God. Taking pictures of people oh, riding wow. bikes and helping people fix their bikes. So, Jake was at the ra- both races this weekend all day from beginning to end and took pictures and helped out. And yeah, both days I got there at about 6 15 in the morning and we got out of there between four and five o'clock at night on the two days. And th- Basically spent the whole day helping people fix bikes or taking pictures or hanging out with the team. And it was a blast. I am still pissed that I wasn't able to race, but it is what it is. 
Wait, I forgot the best story of the weekend. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, we were all sitting around the tent, and I was drinking an orange oh, crush. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> Those orange crush are way worse for you than I'm beer. Tr- yeah, I know. I know. It's straight orange, sugar. It's, um, it was like, they're like 42 <laughs> grams of sugar so in one of those. sugar. I only know because like my kid had one, and I was like, wait, let me take and see if that has caffeine because it was at night. I looked at it, and then I was like, let me just see the sugar here, and it was 40-something grams of sugar. And I was, you know what's worse than the sugar content of an orange crush? Let Lance finish the story. <laughs> so, Let's hear this. So, Let's hear this. So I'm a, I'm about to take a drink of the Orange Crush. We're all standing around talking. Jake's trying to say something funny. And and I go to take a swig of the Orange Crush, and there was a bee on the rim of my soda can. Was oh, it a bee or a hornet? Like, it was, was a hornet. hornet. Yeah, because there's hornets bad. everywhere out there. And I did not see it because oh, no. I was looking at Jake in his steely Dark eyes, of course, <laughs> as one does. As one he is does. he is looking very tan. I will say, so, so. looking California tan. I go I go and take a swig, and the hornet stings my lip, and I sp- you deserve that. I spewed. <laughs> it stings me right on the lip, and I spewed orange crush all over Jake, yeah. just like bathed Jake in orange crush. And he's like, uh, "What the hell, dude? Wasn't did he that bathe you? Funny. It wasn't that funny, did Lance. He, did he bathe you in the hornet too? Like did he spewed a hornet straight at you." <laughs> <laughs> bounced off my head. I the don't know. The stinger was still hanging on oh, my no. lip. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hornets die after a, they sting? They I, die after they sting, the, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a oh, pretty okay. common thing for people to have like sugary um, drinks yeah. and the, the it attracts the yeah, I like, go in yeah. there and Ugh. Yeah, I That's got nailed. Surprise. And you, then, how's your, how come your lip isn't him? not, uh, is it, not it, huge? It was for about six hours. Okay. It, like, oh, nice. I, I, actually had to, I had to leave like immediately. Yeah. I was sticking around to watch races and I had to bail. Yeah. Lance sent me a picture of himself laying in bed later that night, like on his back with his lip all puffed up. All I, puffed I asked up. him, I'm like, hey, how's your lip doing? He's like, sends me a picture. It's all puffed up. And what did you say? Something like, I look like a disheveled old man and your lip was all beat up. <laughs> I think we might have some cover art for the oh, podcast. Oh, that's a perfect cover <laughs> art. I mean, I looked beat up, and I'm like half-shaven, and my hair's a wreck, and my lip is swollen, and... That's a good, like, 90s metal album cover, you know? That's... So, yeah. <laughs> that's wow. <laughs> uh, good times. You just put, like, an eye patch on you, too. All right, that's it. Anyway. I, I, I blew chunks. <laughs> that's what she said. Excuse me. That's what she said. <laughs> oh. Quite over the chunks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, we're uh, not doing a topic this week because we're going to do the hot seat. You guys want to do hot seat? Hot seat. All right. Um, if I, we had said no, you would have been like, yeah, too bad. Too bad. <laughs> so let's. Um, that's hot. That's hot. Well, that's hot. Sorry, I was searching for, for, for that. That's hot. Who wants to go first? Who's got a good question? All right. I got one. Go Matt's Matt. got one. Matt's going to go first. This is not a great question, but um, do you guys think. So, okay. So there's been another crash. Uh, Arrow tuck TT you freaking position. Took my question, Matt. Yep. I'm glad I went first. <laughs> Dang it, I'll have to come up with Do something else. Do you think else. MIPS picked that up? <laughs> the MIPS. Okay, explain <laughs> what happened. Um, okay, so Stefan Stefan Kung is that how you say his name? Stefan yes. Kung. Kung. Very good time trialist. Um, had some sort of horrific crash in Arrow tuck concussion uh, fractures. Um, he's 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 been pretty beat up. He's not the first or the last person for this to happen to, right? Like uh, Egan Bernal, right? Has, that was the yeah. same situation. Arrow tuck into a truck. Was he doing this training or was this in a no, race? No, this, this was in a race. can't be in a race. This is a tortoise Yes, list. in the European time oh, trial championship. Yes. Oh, you can do it there. This was during the European, tra- yeah, yes. it was like full on. He was going full gas. 
Oofed. He, he had clipped like a metal barrier. He just he, didn't see the metal barrier. He had in. his head down because it's more arrow to have mm-hmm. your head down. And he was following the white line. Um, and the barriers in this one section jutted out into the road and mm-hmm. he didn't lift his head. It was too late. And he drilled the barriers. So he, he finished the race, which is ridiculous. He finished the race. The arrow helmet was completely time. shattered and there was blood all over his face and Jersey supposedly. Correct. Yep. Yes. So here's my question. Do you guys think that they're just going to cut time trials from these, you know, grand tours, European championships, things God, like I that? Cause they really could. They really could. There, there was what two? Of, oh, I don't want to see this. Oh, this yeah, is worse. It, what's worse? He shattered the, the front of the helmet. album yeah. cover. Wow. Or the, our album that's art metal. with Lance's. That's metal right there. That's, that's oh, cut that's, blood that's, all over. That's his a Soundgarden album. <laughs> that could that could also be our um, our cover for this podcast. But yeah, so so many right. choices. So I really do think that they could cut TTs from a lot of the a lot of cycling and oh, be fine. Sacrilege. Yeah, no, don't, don't cut the TTs. I'm asking, well, I'm asking hot TTs. seat question. Yeah, Let's start a, with Lance since he's already hot, thought hot about seat. this. People get passionate Lance, about this. Lance, go. could they cut it? No, they, they could can't. never cut it. No, they couldn't no ever ma- cut it. What amount of blood? God, are me and Lance going to agree on something? It's, 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 it's part of these, these, these stage races. If you don't have a time trial, they're going to be, it's going to be what happened at the Tour of Britain. The, sta- the stage is going to be, you know, won by like three seconds you know, difference because people can stay with each other unless there's big mountain stages. So the, you, big you, mountain stages are yeah. needed. Yeah, you have to be a well-rounded <laughs> rider in order to win a multi-stage trial. race, yeah. and that includes individual time trials. And I think too, I know that they've talked about just taking away the time trial bike. Yep. I I do not like. Here's the reason I don't like that is I agree with Lance, and I think a a underrated ex, well not not underrated an important part of cycling is your ability with aerodynamics. So mm-hmm. here's the bottom line. You, you can look at a Sepkus during the Vuelta position versus a Remco. Remco is an excellent, I hate Remco, but he has an excellent position. He has to work very, very hard on that. And I think cycling is inherently, the development of cycling has been big on how can we make the human go as fast as possible on a two-wheeled machine. Yep. And if we take away the time trial bike, we're going from, I mean, what, what Filippo, like, I would hate to take away what Filippo Ghan has done recently. He is going insanely fast in these time trials. And I love. That's an interesting argument. That that's going that direction. I would hate if they, they're just like, end it. And then all of a sudden, well, some guy going 28 miles could, an hour. They could do time, time trials and they could do them on their road bikes. And the, the, yeah, the thing is, it's like, it's a fine line to be like, okay, well, they're you can use this TT dangerous. bike. They're still going to be dangerous on road bikes. They absolutely yeah, will. They will. But there's less of that like head tuck and not look where you're I think going they'd still and do things it. like that. They'd still they probably do it. Would. These guys want to, I mean, the, they, they, they will do any, like Stefan Kung, even in that moment, all he's thinking is get back on the bike. I need to win because yeah. he's a favorite to win the European show. Like, I get that it's terrifying, but yeah, this this video is cool. Oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. It's bad. <laughs> oh, it's no. bad. Yeah, he oh, clips, boom, uh, hits his head. That's where the... Yeah, that's, yeah. That, was, so, that hurt. <laughs> and, and, and and you know what? I know a lot of people have been talking too about the, the biggest hot seat is the concussion protocol. There basically is not existent in cycling. I mean, mm. there technically is, but it really is not. I mean, he basically just hopped right back on his bike and goes. Correct. Cycling, in my opinion, is still an old world sport. It operates. It's, it's dogma is still old world. Don't be surprised, people. Like, I mean, come on. Like, wh- like this is, I it's know that people can get on it. But you can't I mean, be like, oh, after every crash, we need to check for concussions. Yeah. You could throw that rule out there, but then people are like, no, no, no. I'm getting no, back on the bike. it's not going to work. I got to get not. back on the bike. I got to get And my, that's just the mentality of professional cyclists. You can't, you can't convince somebody to care about their own long-term mental health if they are committed to winning. That's the bottom line. I like, think... 
I think you could easily draw a line and say and be like, no, we're using road bikes. TT bikes are gone from. That's the direction cycling. I'm afraid that they're going to go. You could easily do that because the industry would be like, good, we don't have to make <laughs> these weird bikes that yeah. we only sell a couple of. Correct. And, that are super and expensive. Teams, right. And they like have teams to bring an have, extra freaking van full of yep. eight more, mm-hmm. 10 more time trial bikes. All these bikes. teams could do that. Yep. And yeah, they could still get into some sort of aero tuck semi position or whatever, but. Mm. You're still, I mean, all of your arguments are like, okay, well, aerodynamics is still important. Um, You're just eliminating a bike. You still have rules about the ways the bikes can go. No one's ever said like, okay, well, we we want these cyclists to go as fast as possible. These bikes should be flexible and we should have different types of bikes because we would all be riding recumbent bikes if that was the case. And that's against certain rules as well. And Mm. so if we're going to stop recumbent bikes, why not stop TT bikes? I don't know. Matt makes some good points, and you're already starting to see it in some of the uh, more amateur races. Mm. I don't think it's because they think it's an unsafe thing. It's because just a lot of people don't have TT bikes anymore these days. And if you do want to have a TT bike, oh, Mm. my gosh, they are ridiculously expensive expensive yep. so do yep. i want to spend 10 can, 15 20 thousand dollars make a road bike very very fast if you if you put on clip-ons your your own body you is can, 85 but still... is 85 of drag is yeah. your own body yes, so 15 percent is all the bikes giving you so right you can still be very here's about the bike if you, position if you take I the think. tt bikes away all these teams you think yumbo visma is going to be like oh well you know aerodynamics doesn't matter anymore no, no they're going to get into dangerous positions on the road bike sure for sure actually it might be more dangerous and it's even but interesting to think about like time like time trial narrow they're going to go those bars how much of a disadvantage crazy how much of a disadvantage would it be for a pro triathlete to be like oh i'll just be on a road bike and everyone else is on their tt bike terrible oh no no no, i mean like on oh you mean like no clip-ons and just on a narrow bike yep oh yeah you're losing three miles an hour it's ridiculous maybe more yeah it's absolutely ridiculous and i think especially the direction our sport's going now with we're shoving bottles down our jerseys yeah i'm wearing arrow socks we got i mean i've worked the crap out of my position but we all say it's your body's 85% of that. Yes. So we, is, at least in the triathlon world, I'll tell you what is cost. We laugh at that a lot because I'm like, dude, I've seen guys on Franken bikes mm-hmm. that duct that can tape roll. portions and they roll. So you're, you're just, you're I just agree. complaining and making up. But a lot of times I think it's the, case. I think it's the position on that bike. Like, yes, it's the body, your body yeah. itself. That's 70% of the aerodynamic, yeah. aerodynamic drag. But those bikes allow you to be in a position which they puts do. your at least they this do. is what I've noticed with but that's myself. That's what I'm saying. The road bike industry would I think start to change then. So they like you could for change the, the tour, bike or something, or for, have for the bikes tour, with a little Yumbo bit more Visma would figure out something with Cervelo if they were like, "Hey, we're gonna have a 40k time trial, but no time trial bikes." We're going to see a weird road bike. Yeah, like there, a there's going to be a weird shift yeah. forward. The like, seat, like Pogacar and Vingago are going to be on some incredibly strange looking road yeah, bike. Unless the UCI steps in and says it has to be in this certain geometry. And do we want spectrum, the UCI so. doing that? No, I mean, like, but, yeah, because this is the, the thing. It's like the anyway. direction the direction that they seem to be heading is less rules for bikes from the UCI. Mm. Now, because now mm. they've got the whole, well, they took away puppy paws. They took yeah. away, I mean, yeah. there's like multiple things they've, they've been taking taken away. Things, um, but they, I think, have adjusted, they've adjusted, I think they adjusted um, setback positions for seats and things yeah. like that. That's, so, that's going to yeah. be the thing it's, that gets well, messed I think around when with. You st- where I was going before you okay, guys. Go ahead. Yeah, kind of took over. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, you're starting to see uh, the amateur races do away with it because, A, like they're having a hard time getting people to come out. So if you're saying come out and do this stage race where you're going to do a time trial and you need to be on a TT bike to be competitive, and a lot of people Mm -hmm. are like, I just don't have a TT bike. If I show up, I'm automatically going to concede minutes there. And now they're saying, well, our TTs are only Eddie. So like, for instance, the Baker City Classic, correct? they're just doing it on uh, road bikes in the the Eddie division so that they can attract more people to come out. Two things are happening. 
that's helping them get a few more people coming out because they don't need that TT bike. Mm-hmm. Plus, that's less people then going out and buying TT bikes, which is pushing even more pressure on the manufacturers to make even less of those bikes because mm-hmm. people are already not wanting to buy them because they're too expensive or too scarce or what have you. And I yep. think if you start to see that more and more, there's going to be less people that are going to be riding these bikes and getting the experience so that when they do get to a station to maybe be able to compete at a pretty high level, mm-hmm. they're not going to have the skills to ride that bike. They're not going to have the time on that bike and they're yeah. going to start to see some more crashes. And then governing bodies are going to look at this and saying, this isn't safe. We're just going to get rid of them just like the amateurs. And I think that's probably the direction that you'll probably yeah. end up seeing it going. I don't think there's any reason to have a TT bike separate from a triathlon bike. Just rebrand it. There's no reason to call it a time tra- or a triathlon bike. Call it a time trial bike. Each company comes up with that. Mm-hmm. Us triathletes buy them. There's no reason for an amateur race to have, yeah, the, have TT bikes. The rules that like, there's use... no reason a local stage race should have some dude just buying a TT bike yeah. for that race. There's no reason. But, Those should all be you know, Technically, you can't ride a TT or a, um, a triathlon bike in a UCI TT. You should change that rules. Exactly, I know, I know yeah. why, but, but UCI needs to realize what's happening yeah. here and be like, okay, why would a company make a separate TT UCI's legal bike and a triathlon bike? UCI figure it out, make the rules the same. Okay, mm-hmm. pros are riding triathlon bikes then, basically. Sure. There's mm-hmm. really, I mean, the only difference is the seat setback. There's really like a couple other rules there's I know that there's, four, in there's with the front end too. Yeah. yeah, but there's beam bikes and all kinds of weird triathlon. Make bikes. the rules meet in the middle. Triathlon yeah. is a wild, wild west. We can do anything on our bikes. UCI needs to realize that these bike companies can't make two separate models. It's yeah. not financial sense. So just make yeah. it meet in the middle. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Matt? Do you think that that uh, pro cycling does away with uh, time trial bikes? Do I think they will? No. Do I think they should? I think it should probably be talked about, and I think that money talks in a lot of the yeah. bike companies. I, it doesn't make sense for them to make a specific you know, TT bike. I'd love seeing them on TT bikes. That's, that's fine and well. If they yep. went to a road bike, I'd be fine with that too because it's relative. Everybody's going to be on the same kind of a bike. They're still going to be going fast, just not as fast, and it, at the end of the day, they're still racing, right? And do, do we save a couple of people from basically like I don't think it's going to save anybody. I think, I think with the positions they try to get into on the road bike, it's I think it'd dangerous. be just as dangerous. Hmm. I really, I mean, I aer- don't disagree. Aerodynamics is aerodynamics. They're still going to need to get into that turtle shell position, bottom yeah. line. Yeah. Interesting. Scary. And actually, I think the TT bike's safer in that position because you can, I mean, it's a lot more control. I think on the road bike, it's a weirder position to get into. Yeah, because you don't have anything you, up there to you, control. You don't have that yeah. long access to control it then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. That's a good question, Matt. Well, Very thanks, good. thanks, Lance, for <laughs> I'm almost stealing your question. You come up with your question's gonna suck now, Lance, compared to that. <laughs> okay, you, so mine's okay. obviously related. Should Stefan Kung should ha, should he have yeah. continued? Mm. Yeah. From a health from a doctor health standpoint, no. He got a concussion. Was for sure concussed. Yeah, his helmet yeah, was yeah, shattered. Yeah. Uh, his face mask was gone. He's bleeding, and he broke some he, bones. I, I didn't see if he was actually diagnosed with a concussion, though. I think yeah, so. That's was what he? They said, yeah. yeah. It's kind I, of hard saw, to look at I saw. I saw that he had orbital, fr- but you can also get a lot of orbital fractures without a concussion. So here's the thing: he's clear fractures I, to his hand and skull after a. I would say. Crash. I would say from a medical standpoint, absolutely not. Right, because here's the thing: when you're when you're in that state, you're highly likely to crash mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that could have been even worse. It didn't yeah. happen to him, but mm-hmm. um, how yeah, do you stop it? How do you stop it? How though? do you stop someone? Yeah. I don't. Stephon, I don't. He's he, get off the bike. He's like, not going to know where I am. He's not going to stop. That's, no, that's, that's what I'm he's, saying. Yeah. I mean, like, should he have stopped? I'm going to say no because it's Stephen Kung, and we know that's what he's going to do. Mm. Should he have been stopped? Maybe, but I don't it's know like, what the protocol is to get a guy. Right. I mean, how that's you European know? Championships. He's been working his butt off for that. Let's say I don't know how much he had left, but let's say it was close. Let's say it was three k left, and he's got ten seconds. Yeah. What are you going to do? No, no, no. Stop. We need to do an assessment. It's a time trial. That's right. he was it's one of the favorites. Going into it, but I don't know where he ended up. Where did yeah. he? Yeah, where did he finish? That's a great question. I'm not hmm. sure. I know he didn't win, but I don't know. What do you think, Matt? 
Oh, I think I think from a health standpoint, yeah, they should have figured out a way to stop him and and protect his health. Um, I think that's probably utmost importance. They, no one wants to see someone else die because they had a concussion and they didn't stop him and then he hit something else and then yeah it's it's mm-hmm. it's pretty bad and then we all know about like the permanent brain damage that can happen from multiple concussions like that um i don't see a realistic way to stop anyone no he still finished 11th that's amazing yeah. that's yeah. absolutely amazing out of 40 wow i just don't see a way to stop anyone i don't no. in the the way things are currently set up i don't see how they're going to do that no it's not like doctors out there following a peloton. These are nope. individuals, and, and you can't even a doctor with every person. So, yeah, yeah, How I mean, would you, you can't. Assess have, yeah, there's no way you could stop him and have it happen. It's, it's, it, it's on the athlete. And if he made the decision in that moment, I'm hopping back on the bike. Then that is his decision. Was and there it's a, hard. a vehicle following him? Not, yeah. not a camera vehicle. Though? There was a camera vehicle with him. Well, yeah, because yeah. we saw the camera. Oh, but that's not what, the camera. Yeah, it was vehicle. like a. Yeah. I guess I it's know. not a team thing. But would they have? He's one of the favorites, so he may have had a medical. He might have had a medical car close to him. What's the fastest concussion you could do? Like. Tell me what day it is. You know, like what's the what's the well, what's the fastest concussion um, like actually double check like check that you could uh, possibly the, do. So funny enough, I just got certified in this actually. So yeah. there, um, like draw the, draw a clock. The most current like, accurate is actually dizziness. So so okay. if you have the concussion and you get up and there is immediate, it, it's actually not blacking out. Right. Blacking out is not the most indicative of of a significant concussion. Neither is memory retention. The mm. most important measure we have right now through testing is dizziness. So. Here's the bottom line. I think he's a. I mean, it'd be great if someone could say, have been over there. Once these guys get like, up, and right. if they're dizzy on the bike, I would hope ninety nine point nine percent of even your most elite guys are going to be like, I got to step off the bike right now. Yeah. But that's your sign. Now, here, here's the bottom line. I mean, I'm I'm not going to go into myself here, but I've explained on this before. I, I do have some post concussive sy- symptoms that have yeah. lasted for a long time. There's there are once you get one, you know. Like I mean, if you're if you're twenty or thirty concussions in, you definitely know that symptom. He, I'm sure this is not his first go. I'm sure Steph, Stefan Cohen's been a professional for a while. I guarantee you that man has had 10 concussions in his life for sure. He knows the symptoms when I don't feel right. So even Tough with call. how brutal those fractures look, he might've gotten on the bike. Not, I mean, he was still flying after that. He might not have felt dizzy. Mm-hmm. He might've been decently mentally and clear. Sometimes Who you feel knows? better when, if you're, if you're a cyclist, you sometimes, oh, sometimes feel better you when you're up, up and moving. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. You hit the no. ground, you can get up feeling clear, but that's, I mean, that guy's a seasoned professional. I think he he knows himself well. If he threw himself back on that bike and said, "I'm going to go," that's his. You're not going to stop decision. that. Nope. Yeah, you yeah. Can't yeah, stop yeah. That. Unless yeah. you like got and in who's going to ride up next right. to him and be like, "Stefan." I mean, he is like, sorry, he's like, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, you drive, you ride up next yeah. to him and like, hey, settle down, Stefan. Yeah. You need, you're done. His heart rate's you, like 185. Yeah. He's like, headlocked in. He's not listening to you. Yeah, he's going to ride around you. What are you going to push him off the bike if you're like, "Well, forcefully stop you." I would be curious to know if there's like a step, not step, uh, a protocol that they all have to follow, or if there's training that goes into everybody that's surrounded in cycling, even the cyclists, just to know and understand the, the yeah. dangers and, and there's how- medical training. Yeah, but it's 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 very much he'd have to sit down and there'd have to be multiple tests. He'd have to yeah. fill out stuff. So it's and usually yeah. it's like, all right, you're. It's a lot of like coming back to the sport protocol kind yeah. of stuff where it's like you need it's to have uh, yeah it's exactly a lot of it's so. post hoc. So yeah. Yep. 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 All right. And also NFL, you have time. Gotcha. If yeah. somebody just has it, you can take the it over the sideline. Whistle line. goes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Evan, you got a question for us? Yes. Okay. So. Yes, we love Remco. <laughs> yes, we all love Remco. <laughs> How bad on a scale of one to 100 is Remco up and pulling that? <laughs> That's not. <laughs> okay, no, so. Okay, going to the Vuelta. Uh-huh. Now, you guys might have actually talked about this already. Is Yumbo Visma, is this year, 2023, the GC team 
for Jumbo Visma, exclude the classics. Is this the greatest GC team in cycling history? Yes. Ooh. Yes. That, that I is, have some that history clean? for us to consider. Yeah. I think. I <laughs> think. Yeah. Are they clean? Do we know? <laughs> we don't. Know. We assume they're. Clean? I'm saying they're clean, but I don't oh, know. No, we don't. We don't. Let's not assume they're clean. At the Vuelta, they're not clean. Winners of three all different three guys. Yeah, grand yeah. tours with three different people, and yes. they they had multiple people on the podium for the both of the the Giro and the the tour, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, no wait. No wait. I, was uh, the tour who came in second and third? I mean, it was Jonas, and then it was. Pogacar, Pacha and, and then um, was no, it, it Yates? Was, it was was it Yates? Oh god, I should At know the this. Tour? Yes, yeah. yes, it was Simon. Yeah, Simon was third, right? Well, sticking yes. close, so yeah. top ten. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, it's, it is hard to say that yeah. that's not the greatest team of all times. And if you look at the stuff that they were able to accomplish in each one of those races, that's insane. They won a lot of stages. I too. also vote yes, and I think that we're going to hear a little bit of history, hopefully, and we're going to hear a lot of teams that have really, really good. Two person leaders, yep. but we're not going to hear there's never been a any. Three. There's, th th there's three. Yeah. Matt nailed that. There's so, I, and I actually tried to do some digging. Yeah, on the right. A lot of time I had the last three days. No, but like, yeah, there's not been yep. a three headed GC monster before. Yeah. Now mm. there's been a three headed GC contender, even from Movistar a couple of years ago, but wildly mm. not successful. Okay, okay. contenders, but. Was that the intention going in? I don't think it was. I don't think. Right. No. I don't think Jumbo's intention going in but was Sep is one of the three headed sure. monsters. No, we no got. it was. <laughs> you get in the break. We're gonna do the best we can yep. for the break. Oh wait, you now have a lead. Do Let's you, protect and it. Then do you I'll, know who I, was a GC contender above Sep going into the year? Krushwick. Uh, yeah. He wasn't even number three for them, and I would even guess maybe Robbie Jessink was like. Consider number four, like guessing. Sep, Sep yeah. was top five guessing. My bad. Like Sep was five or four at I best. agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, true. And, and I think that there's. I think Wout might have been. I mean, like they really might have even considered. They're, they're like, Wout lose ten pounds and you're going to be the Vuelta guy. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I just think there's so much pressure too, like not like external pressure from the team, like not from the team. I mean, whereas you're seeing like such a public push, like. Sep for GC, like there was just a hashtag trending. Yeah. It was it was pressure it exploded that was beyond it what Yumbo Visma could do. They and had and to, even even the peloton, they're like, yeah. hey, even we. The peloton. I mean, if Sep isn't yeah. such a nice guy, do you think he wins the Vuelta? Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, not. maybe not. Too many more people jerk. hate him, and there's like, like Roglic goes up the road. They're like, let him go. Forget. Like go, Roglic. <laughs> right, right. No. <laughs> no, but Sep's the nicest guy ever. So they're all like, what are you guys doing? It's no. just so unique. The, the only so other unique. teams, ju ju just to give some to this hot seat question, the only other teams that can be considered for yes. this, Merckx's teams I won't include because it was just Eddie. I mean, yeah. that was he was the one-headed monster, okay? Mm. So all the Grand Tours he was winning through that short time period, I know he won three in a calendar year, technically not three in the same season, but Mappe at one point was a Classics monster, but also an amazing GC team, but that was before Team Caps. So Mappe in the, I might get the year, I think it was the 80s, was primarily their dominance into part of the 90s. They had a massive team because they had a huge budget. So okay. they would go to Grand Tours and win stupid amount of stages. I mean, they were like, and I forget who was their leaders at that time. They had one Grand Tours too. They are the one team that could be, because it was over a time period, they were so dominant. And it is important to consider Lance's team. So when we're talking Discovery and U.S. Postal, yeah. yes, they did not, for sure, did not do anything in the Giro and Vuelta. Yeah. But their dominance in the tour during that time. I mean, there was a, a tour that Lance won by seven minutes. So 
that era and then the Sky Team trade are the only other options you can look at in history. Yeah. And be like, okay, oh, these are gosh, close. I feel like there's one other one that we're overlooking. In the 50s, 60s, Greg, Greg and 70s, there were teams. Um, he yeah, was on a team with... With uh, Hanolt. Yes. With Bernard so that's Hanolt. A two, but that's a two-headed monster. That's a two-headed monster yeah. that's pretty impressive. It's it's close, and I would say probably they them and you and the United Postal Service trained to me were work very comparable maybe maybe you're right about sky with um having bradley, bradley Wig wiggins wiggins and Froome was and Froome. a monster that was a I mean, remember was richie yeah, yeah richie, richie port, port. So they That's were a three-headed kind of monster yep. the problem with that equation was Froome wasn't into his prime yet and richie just loves to crash i love <laughs> richie. we all know on this podcast i love richie port but yeah, we all i like richie i port. mean sep is is the much better grand tour writer yeah. i think even after winning the vuelta that's i think that sep's the way more consistent i don't know if that's a clear line in the sand like you're saying. I think he will be by the end of his career. Okay. You're right. It's not clear yet. Richie was still Richie a great grand tour rider crashed. who just never was able to seal the deal. Like, he could just never seal the deal. How many phone calls do you think Yumbo Visma is getting right now For to Seth? see if they'd All be interested? EF. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. EF is calling him five times a day. Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, his <laughs> contract be could be bought out. He has another year on his contract yep. uh, with Yumbo, but uh, you know, another team could come in and Can we be buy his contract though? out. Can we be realistic? Why would he leave? He's he's not if he if he leaves and goes to EF, he's not going to win any Grand Tours. Right. I agree with Matt. Even Ineos, even if he if he was Ineos has the Ineos money where maybe. they could buy out his contract, Ineos. he would have a better chance at Ineos than he would. He anywhere. would, but I think Ineos is going to go after Roglic. Yes, that's possible. I, I think that Ineos is going to retire that. G, and they're going to go after Roglic. That'd be a smart yeah. purchase. Yep. I, I think Roglic is the better purchase between Sep yep. and him. And I, I love Sep. So I, I think Sep's amazing. Well, I think Sep needs, Sep needs to stay put. Okay, Sep won this because the Peloton allowed him to get in the yeah. break on stage six. Yes. And that won't happen again. Yeah. Um, it is unlikely that that happens again. Year, yeah. He, yeah. He, he might be marked. He might be marked, but I think everyone that's in that Peloton knows a lot more about cycling than he's the still, general public. And I think that they realize climber in the world. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I think that they realize like, yeah, if he's up there, it's still not Roglic up there. Right. It's still yeah. it's still not, not Vingigo. Yeah. And why not did Rim yeah. why did Roglic and Vingigo not win this? Because they because the public wanted up and let him. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that because but you don't want to you don't want to take away from what Sep did, which is just freaking amazing we just love it here it in america is. Mm -hmm. that is just fantastic but he he a thousand percent deserved to win that yes the, the, the question is fair if he was not on yumbo though does he win the vuelta no. this year no i think no because i don't think that i think yumbo did a good job of controlling the chase what team could he have him. been on that would have allowed him That's to win a though great question i mean if he goes to mm -hmm. ineos maybe Movie if he goes to bahrain good. he, he would have won on bahrain, bahrain. even bahrain. uae train was strong yeah. in yeah. the vuelta and they were and, very strong and landa you know what yeah. did he end up like fifth or something mm -hmm. I, think, oh, I think it was fourth, fourth, fourth or was, fifth? He, was he the yeah, first guy off the podium so. i mean he outperformed enrique moss and enrique had a great vuelta so yeah I think I think if he was on Bahrain, he could he would have been. I still think he was Bain, fifth I still behind one. I still uh, think Roglic said. wins. I I do agree with. I think Johan Bernier was saying this as much as everybody was giving Roglic crap. Roglic was the was the the guy right behind. I think I think yeah. that Roglic was the next best performer. Yes, Vinga goes technically second, but I think Vinga took some time to warm up into the Vuelta. I think if Yumbo had said we're throwing all of our support behind Roglic, I think Roglic wins the Vuelta this year. Probably. Yeah. Good but he question. Did. I think he was good strong. question. Yeah. But he did not accept it. That's all that matters. Go America. Awesome. <laughs> Go America. Can anybody name the last Grand Tour winner from America? Horner? Yeah, Chris oh, Horner. Yes. Oh, 10 years yeah. ago. Who did he beat? Does everybody remember that stage? No. 
Vincenzo Nibali. It was a great stage. Oh, yeah. If anyone wants to look I that up, do, I remember it. it was it. not on film because it was on the oh god, the siesta climb. I think uh, the one that goes into the mist and oh, the okay. feet cut it. out when he attacked oh, no. Nibali. So it's known as like the attack that never happened. Is yeah. what it's known at. They just cut <laughs> back in the feet and Horner has like no, thirty seconds up, right. on him. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm, I think a lot of people like him. I'm I'm not a fan. Horner. Yeah, Horner Same. was a doper. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's my, that's my also that's he my won a grand take. tour at 42 after being quote unquote pretty much an average domestic so yeah he i just i just read a book talking they, about they they the, yeah. the guy knows that chris horner doped and says it in his book wow. he here's like, the thing i don't yeah. understand how he could do that where we're all like yeah 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 that's just not clean that's not a clean performance and then he's like goes on and he he's on tv every day and oh, yeah. he's getting paid he has to a be, great youtube channel too i love i watch his youtube channel i bet it's good but <laughs> I, I can understand youtube I can, does everybody I want understand. a really uncomfortable question right now another, another hot seat one more hot seat before i know matt's got to go okay if in 10 years we find out that sepkos and the yumbo train were doping do mm. we all feel really dumb right now no we don't no. feel dumb because okay. i'm gonna say that they're highly likely to be doping or right something, or something, something, or something. Yeah. I think each time we see un- an amazing performance, it's hard to. Yeah. Un- I, I we, we all at this table, I know, don't try to say doping right away, but Sepkus did just complete three grand tour. If Lance yeah, Armstrong had done this in two thousand and one, the entire French media would have been losing their mind with yeah. suspend it, this man right now. Here's the thing, like, but it's all- Sepkus, so right. he's very nice. Yeah, yeah. This is the same thing with Tyler Hamilton. I think it was heartbreaking for people when they found out that Tyler Hamilton, because Tyler Hamilton's a nice guy. Yes. Right. Sep is that same thing. But this man just finished in the top, I think it was 15 in both the Giro and the Tour. Yes. Was the guy driving it's, the place on climbs. It was 10th and 12th. It was 10th and 12th. Suspicious. And then goes and wins the Vuelta. If he's Spanish, are we saying oh. stuff right now? Of course we are. Of course we are. As Americans, if, if his name was... What? Yeah, if, if he was Jose Cus, yes, we are all at this table saying, this man is doping right now, yeah. but he's a nice kid who's American from Durango, so obviously we're all very blinded by that. Yes, yes. But that's a suspicious performance this year. It is, 100%. He's an amazing talent, and I actually think Phil Gaiman says that he's clean, just for the record. I think, yeah. I think Phil, Phil now, Phil hasn't known much what he's doing yeah, in the last Phil couple of years, know. but Sepp's had an amazing progression as a young athlete i think he's an incredible story i so hope he's clean i that's what i hope i hope y'all are yep yeah i just don't think that we can i can't look at any athlete and be like yeah that person's clean like anyone in the peloton i'm just like no probably not like it's almost more likely that they're not than 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 they are you have to think though that the uci hopefully they're they're clean as well (laughs) but you have to think that with the jaded past of cycling you have to think that they're staying on top of this and they're employing anybody they possibly can to um, come in and educate them or give them the information or the testing that they need to test these guys. And you also have to hope that they're testing these guys on a very, very regular I think consistent they are. basis. I think, I think they're testing very regularly. Keeping samples for future mm-hmm. testing because they do that as well so that these guys know that like, hey, if, yeah. if you're going to do something magical, something special, don't let this be jaded. So yeah. that that's what tells me inside that they're probably not doping, but there's probably mm-hmm. something that they are using that we don't know about that's not illegal. That's where I, right. I yeah. think that there's yep. an issue. So I do 100% agree with Jake. I don't think they're just blatantly doping anymore, yeah. but I do think something's going on. Something is happening right now that we're going to sure. find out about in 10, 20 years. Probably. I hope it's decently benign, but I do, I do think something's... We're seeing some pretty wildly amazing performances right now. Yeah. We're seeing we're seeing Remco Evenpool we compete in GC and out sprint, guys. Yeah. 
I mean, right. If well, this, almost out. If this dead. was happening after the Porta affair, mm-hmm. people would be calling this right away. They'd yeah, be like, no. this is doping. Like, there's no way. Nobody well, who competes for GC should be winning sprints, too. And this the is fact what's that, happening. The fact right that now. Rimco came back the day after he bonked so badly, that that's, is, not, that's also not normal. That's a massive red flag. I, I was funny you mentioned Kit. So I, Kit I said buddy, the same thing. So yeah. uh, Kit, was it Kit? I, I, I had a buddy who messaged me the day that Remco came back, and he was like, that's a blood bag. He's, uh, like, he's like, come on, yeah. let's not be stupid. He's yeah. like, that's re- okay, nobody but cracks that hard and then comes back the next. I hate it whenever Bob's always like, oh yeah, sometimes Grand Tours you see guys come back the next day. I was like, yep, you in the nineties when they were like, <laughs> they dro- got I was a like, blood bag. yeah, Lance did that a couple times too. You know who else did that? Floyd Landis one yes. day. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> but but then again, okay, Remco he was down seven or eight minutes when he actually threw the anchor right. Mm-hmm. So on on that stage where he lost all that time on the tourmalet. He was down seven or eight minutes. He ended up losing 27 minutes because he's like... Do you think he just gave up? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's I fair. think he's like, okay, I'm I'm Stay out. Yep. I'm not it's... doing it. I'm going to the Gruppetto. I'm going to roll in freaking dead last. Yep. Yeah, and, I don't think he was and, killing himself the whole no. time. And he, he still had it, a hard day. He did it again on another stage. He just lost like 15 minutes on another stage because he's like, I yep. don't have a shot at the win. I'm out of GC. I'm going to the back. And he saved his legs for another day. But KOM, yeah. jersey, and stages. Yep. yep. And, he, yeah. and, and he got him. And he, and he salvaged his his tour. Yeah. He wonderfully. did. He did. He did. Mm. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Suspiciously. <laughs> I think I think he was used as a pawn a bit. That may be. I think Yumbo was fine with her. Like, cool. He's got tons of minutes. Let him go up and do fireworks up there. And he's racing against guys in the breakaway in the Vuelta. Cool. Yeah. But Remco, the bottom line is that once it came down to GC decisions, no, not even close. Yeah. He's not even kind of in the conversation wait, there. Right wait, now. are you sure he's not in the big six? Big six? No, it's not even close. I hope I I know people love Remco, but nobody ever. Well, no, people do, but Remco fans don't seem to want to take those quotes and shove them back in his face. It was like, really, you want to be the guy who's going to go out there and claim you're that level, and then in the big show this year just flop. I mean, come on, like, <laughs> like if he went in there and says, "I'm one of the best stage hunters and one day racers in the world." Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Sure. You are Remco. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't proved he's GC. Well, he's he six. won the Vuelta. But no, that's, he won yeah. the Vuelta last yeah. year. That was a yeah. soft Vuelta, and we all know Regardless, it. Regardless, he won a, a Grand Tour. Vuelta. Won a Grand so Tour. So did Carlos Sastra. <laughs> but, <laughs> but by the same argument, I would, and, and we all love Sepp, but I would not call him a big six. Yeah, because he no, doesn't say right. he is. That's yeah. why we yeah, love that's him. Right. That's, that's why true. we love Sepp. He's, 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 he's won a grand Sepp, tour. Sepp and barely said he was the best guy on his team. He's like, I'm just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> that's why you love Sepp. Remco yeah. comes out, he's like, I'm top six, and then doesn't do anything. The GC is like, just here for you know i'm just here for my redemption i'm just emotional you're like dude you can't trash talk and then be the emotional guy the next day that's not how it works i'm gonna throw mine out there real quick maybe matt can answer it before he's got to go i know we've got to get out the door 12 minutes ago sorry matt um shimano they just recalled 760,000 holotech road cranks due to uh 4,519 incidents of separation or delamination that's not good. Let's go try. So <laughs> here's the thing. Whenever companies do these recalls, first of all, that that sounds like the, looking at the numbers, it sounded like they had to do a recall. Yeah. Well, it's still but, it's still not a mandatory recall. They're uh, recalling them, but it's it's a voluntary. I recall. really think that companies. Th- this is my. Uh, I've, so I've the, on this podcast. If you listen to this podcast for long enough, you know that I've had a bike crash and it was a bike part failure or whatever. I think that companies should be very careful about having their products on the road 
with cyclists that if something happens, they could really injure the cyclist. And mm-hmm. a crank, I think, would maybe, like if you broke the crank or if it delaminated a certain way or whatever, then maybe that's not an injury situation. There were six injuries in okay. over 4,500 reported incidences. That's so a lot. Very, so, so, but only just, six in 4,500. Yeah. Just this season, th- this year, this um, at the beginning of the summer, David Root, he's a, a local team director, and he comes out and he does a flogging ride with us, right? He's riding on his lovely BMC SLR 01. It's a, a it's wonderful a bike. bike. It's got a you know full-on Durace DI2 setup on it. He was cranking, came out of the saddle, went to throw down a pedal stroke, and the crank arm snapped in half. Mm-hmm. On red. Absolutely crazy. And he ended up having to single arm or single leg pedal all the way back home. I think 15 miles, if I'm not mistaken, Ouch. which was kind of a bummer. But he does a lot um, of single leg drills, though, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. he does like he's made for that. He's yeah. like the, liking that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, that was something that was kind of interesting. So he was one of these people as a part of this recall. So it sucks. And, and it sounds like Shimano's doing the right thing. And hopefully, um, it's funny, I'm getting a text from somebody sending me the same exact article <laughs> that I'm reading about right now. Um, anyhow, that sucks for them, and they're going to have this recall. But my question to you guys is, what's the worst recall that's ever happened in the world of cycling? What's the the, the one thing that, that had to be recalled that was, like, in your opinion, no like, the, the worst one? Do you guys have any ideas no on idea. any of that? No totally. idea. But it's got to be that's, frame failure, I would think, right? Trek. Like, anything where... Whatever Trek had or, that issue that caused you to flip over the... Probably, or do recall. They didn't no. do a recall. They should um, <laughs> They might have recalled some, a slightly different part. You were not what the about, first guy with that. That was... I know, yeah. I know. What about the... Maybe, like, a wheel... Like a some sort of wheel um, oh, issue because the front wheel goes. I man, think, that's was nasty. Mavic had a, a wheel issue. Yeah, I feel like a wheel issue. Was I, most I remember watching some videos on this, and a guy was descending on a road bike, obviously with a Mavic wheel on it, and there was somebody was with them, or somehow, some way, they they caught like video or yep. images of it, and the the thing just basically imploded on itself. Yeah. Just you got to think a lot of um, carbon. Uh, manufacturing like they've changed it's it's still changing a lot like yeah. resins are changing all of that stuff the way they're laying up stuff and if you think about it like 10 maybe 20 years ago carbon wheels were failing because you're doing rim brakes you're they generated oh, yeah. a lot of heat yep. and they would just fall apart yep and so i'm guessing that there's some pretty nasty situations with wheels where ooh man now get i know those that, things off the road yeah. people I, I can remember um, Specialized had a uh, an issue with their forks snapping in half. Uh, um, BMC did a recall on some of their SLR ones that fell into a certain um, serial number range, and that was a, a full on like they they didn't do like a, a voluntary. They just told people to send it back. It was more of a CYA mm-hmm. thing, and I'm not just trying to cover for them. It was not really that big of a deal after looking at the numbers. It was only I think two or three noted cases that happened in Europe. There was nothing here in the States and they just went ahead and told everybody to bring the forks back in. They sent out new ones and they were, you know, paying the the dealers to swap that out, make it all good for the, the people. Um, I can remember Canyon, I think, had an issue with some yeah, handlebars breaking. I think mm-hmm. Trek had some issues with a handlebar breaking. Matt had his stem break. Yeah. Um, I, I just, can you guys think of anything? I don't though, know that anything from BMC Pel- or Specialized. Peloton. Peloton. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Peloton. <laughs> what was Peloton's Peloton issue? They, they had these treadmill issue, oh, too. Oh, when they were they, sucking babies underneath they them. Had yeah, a, they okay. had a treadmill issue, but they also yeah. had a seat post issue. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, where they recalled like two and a half million of their of their. Bikes. That's, that's bikes. probably bigger than most of the. I mean, if you think about how big Peloton two is, two and a half million bikes. Yeah, two and a half, two point two million Peloton exercise bikes were recalled. Well, yeah. This is why Peloton had to close all their gyms. Hey, <laughs> Matt's oh going to jump God. out of here real quick. Matt, do you want to do your one last thing before you get out of here? You, you um, get, got I'm working on a video. Out? I'm working on a video about the Apple Watch Ultra Two, 
It's uh, more of a rant than anything else. So if you like rants, nice. fun. Coming to a YouTube channel? Near yeah. Come swim with well, me Sunday. Well, I've got to get it out. Uh, Do you have a cross meet this weekend? Uh, no. You want to swim? Yeah, swim Sunday with us. We, you want to swim open water? Yep. I need to do some way easier for me to swim open water right now. So. All right. <laughs> Bye, Matt. Bye See you, Matt. Thanks for coming, buddy. Um, so you guys can't think of anything that was super bad off the top of your no, head? I'm in trying terms to go like through a- big companies. I can't think that Giants ever had a really famous one. Specialized, I don't think it yeah. has. Well, looking at this, the, the the second part of the question was like, what was the biggest one? And this has to be one of the biggest ones because yeah. seven hundred sixty thousand yeah. cranks. That's a lot of cranks. That to is have to that is second sort to Peloton. That's <laughs> actually I think Peloton, Peloton's you, might be the biggest. That's if you think about it too, like if you but own really one of those, biking? like <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, are, are if, they, it's a, if it's an e-bike recall, does that count? <laughs> is it really a bike though? <laughs> but what's this going to do for Shimano? I mean, you got to think about like, all right, if if you're in the market for something with a Shimano group set on, or you want to, you know, change it twice. Are you a going to think twice and b let's let's assume that they're going to correct this? Like, who's how, really uh, happy right now? How scarce are those SRAM? <laughs> SRAM's like throwing a party Sram, right now. SRAM right now is opening up some new like <laughs> like entire warehouse right now. They're like uh, ramp up production right now. They're like, oh. Wait, Shimano, you're coming. We need a million coming, new units right, right now of force. Yeah, well, how about this, Shimano? You're you're coming out with 12-speed uh, you know, transmission, uh, SRAM. Uh, we've yeah, had that for a couple exactly, years. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way, we're about ready to come out with 13 probably. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah, it, they didn't have a, a good time during the pandemic. I mean, of all of the part manufacturers, that was probably the one that was most difficult to get stuff from. Yeah, and they're finally coming back yeah. out. They've come out with their new 12-speed stuff. They've got new GRX stuff coming out. And all of a sudden, they get hit with this. It was a shame because before the pandemic, Oof. Shimano, at least when I was working in the bike shops, that was your that old was reliable. 80, that was 80% old reliable. of all of your yeah. bikes. And I mean, that was... You go and look at a bike shop happened? now, it's like almost 50-50 in terms of like how yeah. bikes are coming. It's it's, those, it's amazing how much Those, those Shimano share. board yeah. meetings right now are not fun, I'm sure. Those no. are very not fun meetings at What's the moment. What's funny is that people are so passionate about either SRAM right. yeah. or Shimano. They just get so loyal. I want all my stuff, you know, Shimano because that's what I've been doing and it works for me. And then you have people on the other side. That my grandpappy exactly, had Shimano. Right. <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing. I mean, both of them are going to have great products minus this little recall issue with cranks. But, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you can have a great, decent, fast, well-run, you know, smooth, quiet yeah. bike with either product. Yeah. Yes. Do What do I prefer? I like SRAM because all my stuff has SRAM. Yeah. And my biggest issue with Shimano was I had a DI2 that I freaking ripped the derailleur off and it ripped the it ripped the wire right out of the frame yeah. and it it was a That's mess well, to fix. There's That's a lot of things. I mean, anyway. Shimano is fantastic. There's a lot of things that I just don't care about Shimano. Like the wires, I don't care for those. Like when you wires. have the option of using the wireless um, ETAP stuff from SRAM that is just nails. It's just spot on. I mean, I've been riding it for... I mean, I can figure it out. Five that's or six. Yeah, and and it's it's, it's, it's easier. You don't have to worry about the cables. The, so the batteries are so... Pack. It's a lot easier oh, to pack. God, yeah. darn it, a bike the batteries so are a lot easier to change out. If a battery goes bad, you just throw it in the trash and you go buy another one and or, well, recycle it, but throw it away and, and go get yourself yeah. another one. Versus the Shimano one, it's a lot more expensive for starters. Then you got to take things apart and you got to, you know, depending upon where it's at, it, it's just not easy. And, you know, if I go out on a ride and I've always got a battery and, and Lance is with me and his battery dies, I just take one out of my uh, little pouch thing and toss yep. it over to him because it doesn't take up any space and he's good to go for the next month. Correct. You know, and it, it shifts really nice. It's it's pretty bomb proof. It's There's just so many things. There's one other little thing too that really drives me crazy about the SRAM setup with the hydraulic lines and how they all marry together. It's, it, it's 
not if, but when you're going to screw one of those up with uh, the Shimano stuff because they've got the barb and the olive. And, and sometimes that olive just doesn't crush in there the right way because you're putting something in there and you're deforming a piece of brass metal that, that needs to form, deform just the right way to create this tight seal. And if you do it just wrong, then you're going to have leaking and yada, yada, yada. So yeah. that kind of sucks. And that, that happens from time to time where something like you think is good to go goes out into the wild and the customer brings it back and like, yeah, my brake's all squishy. It's going all the way down and break it apart. Like, oh yeah, the, the olive didn't crush, right? Versus SRAM, it's just, it's a system where it all kind of screws together. And then it, it, once you put it in there, nothing's being deformed really. And it's just, well, a little bit, but hardly at all. But you can take it apart, put it back together and still use it. And it's yeah. it, it works every single time. We just don't have issues with it. You just have to put it together the right way. Yeah. So anyway, a little rant there, but I, I, I just, I kind of feel bad for Shimano because they Same. do make a, a nice product and this is going to be a huge inconvenience for a lot of people and kind of sucks. Sorry, yeah. Shimano people. Shimano. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, anything else on that? Hot seat over? That's pretty good. That's yeah, good. We all got kind of animated. Yeah. So that, means, that means there were good <laughs> questions. A lot, about, a lot about guys crashing and doping again and you know, there's nothing yeah. better than that. <laughs> Sweet. Um, lead out. Is Champ here? Champ here? I'm all about having fun. Champ's no, on having, vacation, having fun? and he's not coming. Uh, okay, well, we talked about the Vuelta already. Sep Kuss won. Yeah, that was too cool to see. You see um, we did have the European time trial team cha- you know, championships. We uh-huh. did talk about that. Guess and who, who won? That was, was one. It no, it was not. Know. Ghana didn't even do it, what? actually. No. Wasn't he, he the defending champ? Uh, he may have been, but he didn't do it. Uh, it was won by that 19-year-old. Oh, the... Um, Josh... The guy on Do- Sky? Yeah. Or not, not, not yeah, Sky. Ineos. Ineos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Josh Tarling. That kid is something already. Yeah, dude. He's 19, and he won by like 42 seconds. <laughs> what kind of character does he have, though? Is he a good kid, or is he another... Uh, we're going to have to see. I, we I haven't know. seen enough interviews with him. Yeah. He's 19. How just, nice would it be to see him come in here, just be another super nice kid that comes in and just oh, be great. destroys. Like a Ghana. That's what, that's what Ghana is. Like anybody who's seen interviews with Ghana, he's kind of goofy and just this like he's kid. He's a good dude. He's just a kid. Yeah. People. Yeah. Um, he won over Stefan Bess, Bessinger. Oh, Bessinger, the EF rider. Yeah. yeah. He won by 42 seconds. And then 43 seconds back was Wout Van Aert. So Wout, Wout took third. He went for it, but he... Good even, for Bessinger. Yeah. Beat, wow, wow. He beat Wout yeah. by a second. Oh, and then they got God. crushed by Josh Darling. Wasn't did, Wout coming off did, being did sick, Did Darling go second? Because that'd be the most disappointing thing. If Bessinger beats Wout, he's like, I've got this. I have the championship. Then the 19-year-old oh, is like tearing a hole in your time. like, you got to be kidding me right now. <laughs> I don't know where they went. He's like, Kung crashed. I for sure thought I had this wrapped up um what was a bit sick but he won that tour of britain uh, mm. overall the gc because there were like no mountain stages yeah. <laughs> and he like he won he basically won the tour of britain on a flyer like uh, where he won by like oh, three last, seconds like 2k like, he got like away 1k 1k oh my god and, and he ended up winning the whole why is that even a week-long thing? race it doesn't even need to be a week long uh, like, yeah. make it a three-day weekend uh, race and call it <laughs> So uh, that's basically it for uh, world tour stuff. There was uh, the fifth, was it the fifth or sixth race in the Lifetime Grand Prix Fitness? Uh, Chemakonin, I'm going to butcher that. It was a, it's a, was it a Michigan race? Minnesota. Minish, Michigan? Minnesota. I don't even know where it's at. It wasn't even the biggest race in the Midwest. You know, Didn't Keegan win that again? Keegan did not win the first Lifetime you know, Grand Prix race this year that he did not win. He did something else, though, that he won. 
there's nothing like uh, yeah, it might have even been two other races he that he did. He did the the National Gravel Championships. That's what I was thinking. The UCI of. National Gravel Championships. They they held it in Gearing, Nebraska. Um, a bunch of hitters eventually decided to go and Keegan ended up winning by a couple minutes or something like that. Wow. But at uh Chimaquinin, <laughs> That is, I said that wrong. You're not I even guarantee close. You, You're not, I, you sold you, me on it, Lance. Not even close. You said it right, the, but maybe the second, <laughs> the first time. <laughs> it's it's a forty mile mountain bike race, so this is only a two hour race for these guys. So sprint. so it's a sprint, and it came down to a fifteen person what up sprint. They were they were the top fifteen people were all in it together in a big wide grassy field sprinting it out. And Alexi Vermeulen got the best. <laughs> of, wow. of, uh, I gotta go Keegan back and watch Swenson. that. That sounds cool. Wow. And the the like the moto was kind of in the way. Like oh no, it wasn't a camera moto. It was like the lead moto. He like couldn't get out of the way. They were going so fast. Well, this is what we talked about with these races. Like, how are they going to film these and make these like viewable? Is I feel like it's probably got to get dangerous at some point. Outside, unless yeah. they just go all drone. But yeah, yeah. you've get some very capable drone people pilots that yeah. can definitely get like everything. the end of that race and just get the motos out of the way yeah that's that's very simple so that was really crazy that was fun did he get that the moto fun draft? To see. i i don't know if he did it kind of seems like he did like in one yeah. of the pictures you can't even see alexi vermulen because yeah, he's on he's the right on the moto he's on the other side of the moto oh like, gotcha yeah <laughs> like yes. he was passing the moto smart. yeah yeah he probably slingshot off the moto and wow, that. so <laughs> fantastic that somebody got the best of keegan you know kudos to keegan but anyway yeah uh, what else? We had our first two uh, UCI cyclocross races in America, in uh, Roanoke, Virginia, Go Cross. Uh, first and second were won by uh, a couple of uh, Europeans who came over, um, a Swiss guy and, of course, Vincent uh, Bastines, who's Belgian. Um, our current North American uh, national champion, Curtis White, took fourth both days. That's not bad. No, fantastic and um, Andrew Strohmeyer, who is a you know very fast up and comer American, who's on the Crosshairs development team, he took third on the first day. So super result for him too. So sweet, yeah. So lots of fun. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. That's it. Anything on your end there, Mister Evan Price? We had in triathlon uh, coming up. We have big draft legal races. So the uh, ITU World Championship is coming up here. I think that's this weekend. This this upcoming weekend, I believe. And in America, all we ha- was we had Michigan and Maryland this last weekend. Michigan was actually a great race uh, at the front, not for the mid-pack, but uh, Jackson Laundry held off Lionel Sanders by 10 seconds at the end. Nine or 10 seconds. Whoa. It was a close race coming down the finish. Lionel was running him down. Are they doing the World Championships in Kona this year, or they're back in St. George? So They, they already had it. So they Wait. had the world, the male world championship was in Nice this year. And so that's they, done? It was yeah. like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. How did we, pretty did we salvage it. from the, the whole triathlon pretty takeover? Absolutely <laughs> insane uh, cycling happened there. So wow. like Cam Worth got outbiked by a few guys. And one was Sam Laidlow. I mean, went like 430 on a course that has 9,000 feet of elevation. <laughs> he was, gosh. no lie, like, like the times that he threw down, like, if you are to compare this era of full course racing versus 10, 15 years ago, it is a different sport. It's not even the same sport anymore. Wow. And we were even talking about that in Michigan. In Michigan, we had, I mean, it was everybody in the top 20 was all under four hours. And we're just like, that's just the race now. You just, you just got to be fast. But can yeah. you see how them, them doing this race in September and in yeah. Nice, it just 
it like missed the world. So, the world yeah. missed it. So, so it didn't miss Europe. It actually hit bigger. So okay. here's the thing is regionally it did great. So Europe, I think the viewership was better than when it's in Kona, but America just it lost just, it. Yeah, now, crickets, yeah. the Again. women's race is coming up in Kona. So they're flip-flopping each year. So Kona is going to be the women's race this year. And, that and it will be the normal October weeks, date yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, usual October date. Hmm. So I think, yes, I, I completely agree with you. I think in North America, unless you are in the tri-world, yeah, you just, nice is going to get missed, but Iron Man, I think, is being smart with this because it really ramped up their U- European viewership, and it was won by a French guy. So it's like, yeah. okay, that was, yeah, that was big. I guess apparently well they said in person there was like, I mean, the entire marathon was lined. With it was people. huge because Nice Fantastic. is a big vacation town. They knew that the race yeah, who was doesn't coming. love Nice? There was a man. French guy in the lead, so they're like, the, right. the, the media there was loving it. But yeah, I, I agree. If you live in Indiana, nobody heard of this <laughs> race. So yeah, <laughs> that works. Yep, cool. That was it. All righty then. Champ out. Champ out. Patrons, we're going to do another drawing. Lance, you want to get that little jar thing going and, and pull a name out of there? Um, we've got another water bottle to hand out. So we've Pick got one, a Evan. new dialed water bottle made by Camelback. They're pretty sweet. And it's going to go to Perry York. Perry York. Perry York. Perry, come on down to the lab. Give us a call. Shoot us an email, whatever you got, smoke signals, and we'll get you a water bottle. Um, if you are interested in becoming a patron to enter into these uh, drawings, that'd be fantastic. You can go to dialpodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, select a patron that works best for you, and you're good to go. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Cool. Appreciate it. All right. Let's move on uh, to the... Um, well, we already did the back pedal, so I, I guess we're kind of done. We're one done. Last thing. The whole yeah. one last thing thing. So Matt already went, and it's Evan's turn. Evan, you want to lead us off? Yeah, you know, I have not a lot coming up over MRIs. the next couple of weeks. I have an MRI and then <laughs> potentially a surgery. So MRI, <laughs> surgery, and physical therapy. There you go. That's, yeah. Luckily, I know like a few old physical athlete. therapists, that's so I don't need a referral. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Stress fracture is what you're thinking? Yeah, so so I, I really do hope that I'm wrong. I, I'd obviously love for it. What else could go. it be? Um, there are a couple other things. This could be, I do not think it's a tendon issue. Um, I think what could be possible is I tore my labrum. I believe would mm-hmm. be great. I would love that as an option because I can for sure treat labrum just fine. If it is a femoral neck stress fracture or a lesser trochanteric stress fracture, lesser trochanteric, probably not surgical, which would be great. Uh, femoral neck is going to need to be two to three pins in the, in the femoral neck. Um, hey, welcome to my world. Uh, yeah. I'm going to, you got a hardware. couple, don't you Jake? Three titanium screws. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yours was sacrum, wasn't it? Oh, was yours from Moral Neck? Neck. Okay, gotcha. That was a trauma incident, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... He hit a deer. Luckily for me... almost hit a deer. Yeah. He just missed it. I think I would have been better off hitting the deer, but yeah. (laughs) Luckily luckily for me, actually, that if it is a stress fracture and it's only something they can see on an MRI... the healing is much. Yeah, it's going to be a lot easier oh than that gosh, is. Jake. So yeah, this is this is. Jake a very, just showed us uh, an X-ray of the three of huge the screws, six-inch yeah. screws. That looks like some like big old like yeah. titanium deck screws is yeah. what it looks like and you can even see the the drill bit that's still in there uh-huh. <laughs> it's yeah. like a little yeah. hex thing and they were just taking the picture of the imaging to make sure that everything was in the right so they still yeah. had parts and pieces and hit a reference point there yeah. <laughs> yeah but no those are that that was probably did they define that as an unstable fracture to you when they were mm-hmm. did they diagnose it unstable I, mm-hmm. I assume since it was from trauma yeah so luckily mine is a stable fracture um if i have screws that need to get put in there my hope is I'm trying to work the medical system as best as I possibly can at the moment, and I'm going to get hopefully in for surgery next week if that needs to be done. And then I will be swimming hopefully five days after the surgery, biking seven days after the surgery, 
on the Alter G four to five weeks after the surgery and then running hard ground six weeks out of the surgery. Yep. But most likely your competitive season is done. Probably. Do. I'm not going to give up on La Quinta yet, which is December 5th, I believe. I'm mm. not going to quite give up on that race yet. I will, even if this is not a stress fracture, I probably will not do Ironman Florida. Um, I had a big Ironman build over the last few weeks, and um, I was that's a bummer because I really was excited sure. to race a full Ironman. I felt like I was finally getting in shape where that was going to be. I was capable of racing it, um, mm. but I'll do Ironman Florida next year. I think that's the course I want to do a full on. So I'm going to wait till next year then. Dude, yeah. even I went under five hours on that course on the bike. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the bike, <laughs> the bike. If you have a good wind day in it's, Florida, it's, that's it's, a, it's that's flat a fast. Yeah. It's pancake. Yeah. Flat. And if I just went two Oh eight on a hilly course, I'm like, okay, I think that this, this translates to, we, we were going to be moving the, the bike pack. I knew we were going to be in together was going to be moving pretty strong. Yeah. We were going to be moving fast. So yeah. When I broke my hip, yeah. I was in the hospital for a couple of days, had surgery, the whole, you know, bit. Yeah. Was 7 days post op went in for my visit with a doctor and got released to do physical therapy and I was in doing physical therapy that day. Um they yeah. had me doing a little bit of recumbent bike work which felt okay and mm-hmm. while I was at the doctor though I said, "Hey, you know, what's going to be my best protocol?" And I've told this story in here before, so sorry if you've heard I'm trying this to before. remember. No, I actually but this, yeah. he uh he said, "You know, I know you're a cyclist and actually riding a bike is going to be one of your best friends because yeah. you need to get that range of motion back." I'm like, "Sweet." And I said, yep. "Well, Doc, I got a question for you. Um, I've got an event coming up in three weeks um, from today. Do you think I could, or from the, actually from the date of the injury, um, I, I said, do you think I can ride on a trainer, indoor trainer? He's like, yeah, we can do that. Just, you know, work with your PT. So I did the recumbent thing seven days out, 10 days out, was in riding on my old kinetic uh, trainer because yeah. nobody had smart trainers back then. And then I asked him like, well, if I could ride on my trainer and I feel okay, can I also ride outside? He's like, gonna be like that don't fall yeah he's like (laughs) he's like i'm you 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 shouldn't but i'm not gonna tell you not to you just need to be smart about it and i'm like all right well i'm not smart so i'll I'll, but i'll be smart about it (laughs) like what about uh, a mountain bike race (laughs) (laughs) and i said you know are there any restrictions he's like yes just keep it under a certain wattage and don't get out of the saddle and listen to your body and don't do anything dumb don't crash ride safe the whole bit i'm like i can do that and so um it was exactly 14 days post-op. I went out and did a 35-mile ride, ride outside and, and yeah. felt pretty good. And, and I still was at the doctor's office asking him about this. I'm like, if I feel good on that and I can get a few more rides in and I've got some fitness that I'm still carrying from this, do you think I could do the bike MS? Because this was a huge charity thing that I used to do every single year. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, what's the bike MS? Well, it's the bike MS 150. He's like, what is that? I'm like, well, I would do a century on Saturday and a half century on Sunday, and that would be three weeks post op. <laughs> it's not all the same day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's like, you really have to listen to your body. You have to abide by everything, and if everything goes to plan, and you can, you know, not crash and and promise to like stop if you need to, I I guess you can do it. Yeah. So you know, made it through it. I did the bike MS one fifty. Yeah, there you go. Did three weeks after surgery. So, yeah. 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 So. This is this is what I'm trying to. I mean, I I know a guy that it, it's funny because in the tri world, this unfortunately the, this injury is not terribly uncommon. Yeah. This is in the general pop. This only happens in aging, brittle boned osteopenic yeah. people. Right. So this is like right. when I when I was talking with the PA, I was trying to tell her. I was like, I'm going to tell you what I think this is. I don't want to guide care, but like. I was like, have you seen, she's like, well, funny enough, I actually had an ultra marathoner in here not too long ago with this. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. this is, I wow. was like, so the, uh, these areas, even though they're like, they require a surgery after the stress fracture, yeah. different than a trauma fracture, actually three weeks after the trauma fracture is awesome because that's just like bruising and trauma to the area is probably the, yeah. the primary concern from your recovery. Luckily there's no bruising and trauma to my yeah. area. 
So it's it's really pretty shocking how quickly you, if you are a healthy person and not being stupid, and that's, you know, I... I know that I'm keeping myself as active as I can going into surgery so that I have great aerobic system going into this thing and feel great coming out. But it's, I think that that's, people don't realize how much you can kind of push the bill if you have somebody who's being smart like your dog and yeah. not, you know, and not just letting you go do dumb stuff. It's like, there, you can come back from this stuff a lot quicker than people think. Yeah. And funny enough, there's, there's the balancing act of coming back way too soon can be detrimental. But just as equally detrimental, in my opinion, is a really long delayed comeback yeah. because then you garner a lot of weakness. Yeah. And when you garner weakness is when people think it was way worse than it was. They're like, I still can't move my leg. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, you were in a cast for eight weeks. So, you know, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, I was in physical therapy every single day for three weeks, yeah. literally five days a week. Yeah. And, and you were I was riding a bicycle doing all the things that out. I was supposed to do. And yeah. yeah, it was, you know, basically just like playing it to the T. How I, long until uh, you could get the incision site wet? Um, is that less than a week? Oh, it was, well, when I went back in, I think it was like, I think it was that appointment. Maybe, I don't know. It was about 10 ish days when I got the staples out and all that other stuff. They yeah. said it was fine to do that. And I think we put some tegaderm over it just for a moment while the, the incision was still kind of healing maybe a little bit. I, I, I can't yeah. remember. It's, it's been a minute now since that happened, but I, that wasn't ever really a question. I wasn't a swimmer. I was just, you know, taking showers yeah. and doing all that stuff. So that's my only question. I uh, figured out. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get there. You'll yeah, get there. We'll so, I mean, it could we'll be worse. It could be I could also old, not get a surgery. That'd be great. <laughs> older and deconditioned and, and dealing with this for the next year. And yeah. Like me. <laughs> That's Never okay. Mind, we, all, we all could be 72 years old and fall down the stairs. And have this <laughs> That's happen. right. And then it is, <laughs> is right. much longer recovery. Yes. So, yes, this is. <laughs> so, what was your one last thing again? I don't even remember ah. that. There you go. I got I got plenty <laughs> of rehab coming up. That's I got nothing else going on. <laughs> Awesome, uh, Lance. You got one last thing for us? I do. Um, as soon as I, uh, as soon as we stop recording, I'm headed to Bend, Oregon, for the next uh, four or five days. I got three races on the docket over the next nice. four days. Dang. So um, I'll be racing here in about five hours, actually, and and the race is put on by the Horner Cycling uh, <laughs> Foundation. Oh wow! Yes. Do you That's think Chris will be there? Um, Probably I not. Doubt it, but he might. Chris Horner does live in Bend, and this is his. I forgot that he does live. Yep, in Bend. he yep. lives in Bend. Yeah. This is his foundation, and the foundation is just to just to allow people who don't have access to racing can race. So there's actually no cost for this race. I'm doing the Thrilla Cyclocross race. Man, now I feel bad huh. talking bad yeah. about him. You know what, Chris? If you don't, that's okay, man. You're, you're putting on good stuff. <laughs> so so no cost for the race, but you can donate if you would like to. So, of course, I'll be making a donation. So I'm doing a little cyclocross race tonight. Um, Saturday, I'm doing a 50-mile mountain bike race, the Mike Ripley's Ring of Fire race. That will take me roughly four hours or four oh, and a half hours. This is really does not fit in with my cyclocross racing schedule, but no. what the heck? I'm going to be in Bend, and there's a mountain bike race. So I'll just go do it. And then Sunday is uh, Madras Cyclocross Race, uh, which is part of the series that I'm doing. And so hopefully I won't be completely blown on Sunday from the huge effort on Saturday. Did they give that a formal? Wasn't it like Can Chaser or something like that before? It used the to be. And they, they just don't use that name anymore. They're just calling it Madras Cyclocross it's Race. It's actually in, even in a different location. The Can Chaser Cyclocross Race was on the rodeo grounds ah. of... Redmond, okay, I believe, and this race is actually at a park in Madras. So, and it, the, I don't think the Can Chaser is happening anymore. So, it's actually the only cyclocross race 
only weekend cyclocross race of the whole year in Bend in yeah. Central Oregon. They used so. to have like the the big weekend for Halloween, and they would do it down there at Deschutes, correct? At the Deschutes Brewery, but the brewery expanded and yeah. it took out a lot of the cyclocross area where we could actually do a course so we can't do races at the brewery anymore which is a bummer gotcha all right well that's it good I'm luck this bikes. weekend lance Thanks. uh hopefully you don't implode and break and land on the deal with me and evan over here <laughs> yeah. and matt's kind of still on the deal a little bit himself so you guys, you guys are bad juju yeah. right now <laughs> i'm bottom of a totem pole right now apparently i literally have one of the three sports i'm allowed to do at the moment <laughs> can't ride a bike at all huh I, I mean, I, I could try and hop on, but I'm yeah. not trying to piss it off here. A little ill-advised, yeah. 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 Swimming doesn't feel bad, so we're just sticking with swimming for the next couple of days. Crazy. Um, my one last thing is always like kind of two things. First, I wanted to thank everybody who came out to the uh, Washougal races this weekend. It was a blast watching Freaking the team awesome. race. It was a blast watching just a lot of other friends that were out there racing. Uh, a couple people came up and said, hey, are, are you Jake? And, and it wasn't just, it was actually a couple of people. I told Lance about one of it. ended up being three different people that came up to me like, hey, are you Jake from the Dow podcast? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, just want to say thanks for, you know, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And love it, listening. And that was kind of cool. And so thank you for listening and nice to meet you. Um, Lance, you had a couple people. I, same thing. Yeah. Uh, I had two different people that came up to me that I'd never met before that said, hey, I love listening to your show yeah. and thank you guys for doing it. And so that that was yeah, cool. It's always so nice, thank you guys. Nice awesome. to know that it's more people than just our moms listening, right? Yeah, that's right. And my mom doesn't <laughs> listen, so that's good. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not sure if any of our mom, I think, I think my mom no. might listen. But yeah. Yeah. Does not. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, it just it was it was a blast and I should have all my photos up pretty soon. It was a lot of photos and it's, it's a lot of work to go through all of that. I took over 2,100 pictures. Holy heck. Which is a lot. <laughs> um, anyway, and the other thing was we have the uh, Zalder Cross race coming up. It's the series finale of the uh, Harvest Cross put on by Zone three 5. Three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. It's on October 8th or 7th or something it's like that. October 8th. October 8th. And that is going to be the series finale. They're going to have like a huge raffle for everybody that participated uh, in all of the races. I think you get a raffle ticket for coming out. And there's going to be a bunch of cool prizes that we're pulling together. And I think uh, the guys at Zone 5 are getting some other stuff donated. So there's going to be a lot of fun things given away. They'll do not only the podiums for the race days, but the overall series winners. So if you're in contention for that, come on out. It's just a fun party. And I think everybody who showed up to the race this weekend from our team to kind of just be a part of the party that we had and to watch our teammates experience cross for the first time. And they, they, yeah. they got a taste of what it is and like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is cool. So go out, check out a cross race, cheer people on, heckle people, whatever. Just do what you do and have fun out there and, and come say hi and yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah. Anything else, boys? That's it. All right. Evan, I hope you feel better soon. Seriously. Thank it sucks. I know, I know you're feeling right now. So, <laughs> anyhow. Can uh, I get your crutch for you so you can walk out of here? <laughs> it's okay. I'll do it. My like squats to get over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another one. And until then, bye for now. Bye.